Foot odor thrown off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control, plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters Powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athletes' foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters. Destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon with Frank Isola sitting in for Tony in New York. And Frank, we're going to begin with some less than great news from the ranks of college sports. The news that Stanford is cutting 11 varsity sports. The school says the athletic department has been operating at a deficit and the financial hit of the coronavirus will only make it worse. Some of the sports being dropped include fencing, squash, and men's rowing, and, and big ones to me, field hockey, wrestling, and men's volleyball, which in the Pac-12 is huge. Frank, your thoughts on this and whether you think it's a sign of things to come. It's definitely a sign of things to come. UConn last month went from 24 sports to 18. At the start of the pandemic, Cincinnati dropped sports, including men's soccer. Akron has dropped sports. But when you think about Stanford and, you know, when you combine athletics and academics, you know, with all due respect to Duke, Vanderbilt and Michael, your school, Northwestern, Stanford is at the top here. And they had been carrying 36 varsity sports. So the average is about 18. So that is a lot to finance. But when a school like Stanford is doing that, and those schools that they're dropping, Michael, they want to combine 20 national championships. So they were excellent in these sports. To me, it's a sign of things to come. I think you're going to see other schools dropping some of these programs. And it's tough. Pat Forte, whose daughter swims there, he said it's going to affect about 240 students and 22 coaches, those cuts at Stanford. Frank, it's depressing news. And if Stanford yep. has to cut sports, imagine what schools that aren't one of the three richest schools in America, and Stanford is that. I think it's in terms of endowment, yep. I think it's Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Princeton in that order. And, yeah, they're all going to have to cut sports, Frank. We're looking at teenagers who've worked at some of these sports from four to 18 years old and they get in position they've had position generation after generation after generation and we yes we only pay attention most sports fans people who call themselves sports fans pay attention to college football and basketball um basketball yep pretty much they may pay a little attention to college baseball they may pay attention to certain parts of the country to lacrosse but frank we're talking about some in some cases, schools carrying 19, 20, 21, maybe not as many, definitely not as many as Stanford, plus 30. But state schools and schools yep. without the endowment of Stanford and Harvard and Yale and Northwestern, you mentioned in Duke, what are they going to do? I'm not even sure what my alma mater is going to do about this. But every school is going to have this pinch. And when you talk about not having football, you're talking about, again, for the Power Five conferences, a loss of $4 billion if there is no football this season. And by the way, the Ivy League has just, well, reporting is that the Ivy League is going to just not have sports at all in the fall and then consider what, if any, to have in the spring. Yeah, you think about men's soccer, women's soccer, field hockey, cross country. 
you know, my daughter's getting ready for her season. I have a friend whose daughter plays at Colorado. She plays women's soccer. They're getting ready. It's, it's difficult. Michael, my big thing, too, is when you think about Maryland making the move to the Big Ten, Syracuse going to the ACC, when you have these sports, not football, not basketball, having to travel by plane, think about how, do it. You know, how much that costs. And I think this is, that, that's the big problem. They should yes. play more regionalized schedules. And they're going to eat even the ones that remain, Frank, as you point out, they're going to have to do that. It's one of the changes they're going to have to make to survive. Yep. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your baby to let you sleep in? <laughs> what? <gasps> we could sleep in another half hour? <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart. <laughs> and you'll change yourself too? <laughs> There's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit geico.com for details. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. Geico. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today. All right, Michael. The other big story involves former NBA player Steven Jackson, who has doubled down in his defense of Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, even after Deshaun was publicly reprimanded by the Eagles for using his social media account to post anti-Semitic messages that Deshaun attributed to Hitler. Now, Deshaun has apologized twice, while Stephen Jackson said Deshaun was, quote, speaking the truth. Today, Stephen went on Instagram Live and continued his hateful rhetoric toward Jews, which included him saying, quote, I haven't said one thing that's not untrue yet. All right, Michael, there's a lot to unpack here. What are your thoughts of this latest development? Well, my thoughts are pretty simple about this, Frank. This is not tolerable. And, and you know, no. I, I'm never, if ever, in favor of when somebody's on an active roster of suspension or fine or firing. No, no, no. Ridicule. Public ridicule. You're going, I mean, it undermines everything Stephen Jackson said so eloquently on behalf right. of Black Lives Matter. He has no credibility now. He's undermined his own previous good work with this garbage, and it's garbage. And so I, I know Stephen Jackson. I like him. And if I was sitting with him now, I've worked with him, I would say, Stephen, stop. You're wrong. You're not speaking any truth. You're going to have to become more familiar with the truth via history. And so let's read some. We'll read it together. This is insane. You are ruining. I, I mean, you're, you're just ruining weeks of actually trying to appeal to people on one level and then bringing your own bigotry and prejudice in at a time where no one can afford to see that. No one can afford to have it, to entertain it. Stop it. And I don't know if he has people around him who will do that or not, Frank. No, I, I think you're right. You know, it speaks to ignorance and it, it's hateful. And I think a guy like Deshaun Jackson, because he's playing in the NFL, the NFL and the Eagles clearly spoke to him. And he, like I mentioned, he has apologized twice. The problem is no one is getting to Stephen Jackson. And you mentioned what he did the last month. George Floyd was a guy that he knew. And Stephen has been out in front and he's done a lot of interviews. You wonder if after a while, just because you're doing that, it doesn't mean you're a scholar in race relations, in religion, and in history. And before you're going to say something, vet it out. 
Do some research. Don't just throw and spew all this nonsense out there because it's, it's terrible for him and it's terrible for everything that he's accomplished over the past month. It is. And, and, and Deshaun Jackson, I'll, I'll say this. I hate it what I heard him say when he said it or tweeted or however he communicated it. But then more importantly than the apology to me is sort of reaching out to get people, making contact in the community that you're in with people from the community you just disparaged. And so that that effort has been made, whether it was influenced or done instinctively, I don't much care. That effort has to start. But this this Steven Jackson doubling down, this can't be tolerated. And people, someone needs to get to Steven Jackson and just say, and and, and, and also people talk about educating themselves. Frank, part of educating yourself is just shutting up and listening for everybody, for anybody who wants to educate him or herself. And at some point he's got to do that as a place to start. And there's clearly a lot more work to be done. And I think, Michael, too, a guy like Steven Jackson, he has a very popular podcast. It's on Showtime. And I think after a while, you kind of get caught up in it that people want me to say controversial and outrageous things. And sometimes you can say whatever you want, but there are going to be consequences. Yeah. And, and, the, and the greatest consequence right now, you look at the consequence for some ridicule. It's, it, it starts there. And so I, I don't know what Steven yeah. Jackson's thinking. I don't know who his influences are. One can only hope. Even though it's only summer, it feels like we've already run 12 back-to-back marathons. And when it comes to hiring, just like in a real marathon, the most important step is the next one. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash PTI. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash PTI. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Right now, making informed decisions is more important than ever, especially when deciding when to return to the workplace and how to do it safely. That's why IBM Watson is helping businesses prioritize employee safety, manage facilities, and trace potential exposures. With Watson Works, a set of AI-infused capabilities, your business can protect the health, safety, and productivity of its people. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash watsonworks to learn more. Adam Silver expressed concern yesterday about the possibility of positive cases arising after players and staff have entered the protective bubble environment in Orlando. Silver told Fortune Brainstorm Health, quote, what would be the most concerning is once players go through our quarantine, if we were to have any positive tests, we would know that we have an issue. Close quote. Silver went as far as to say if that happened, the NBA could face a second shutdown. Frank, what are you making of this? Well, Michael, here's the thing. Tonight, in fact, on this network, the uh, MLS tournament is going to start. It's a World Cup-style tournament. It's part of the regular season as well. One of those teams, FC Dallas, was sent home. And when they arrived in Orlando, 
and they were in the bubble. More players had tested positive, so the MLS decided to send them home. Nashville was supposed to play tonight. They had players that tested positive after they arrived in Orlando. So Michelle Roberts, the executive director of the Players Association, and obviously Adam Silver, they have both talked about they know when they get down here there will be positive tests. But Adam is worried about something spreading to multiple teams where he perhaps would have to shut it down. It has to be a concern. We talked about it, Michael. They never should have sent 22 teams down here. They should have limited it to 16. It's a more manageable number, not 22. Yeah, 16 if not eight. But, I, but let me start here, Frank. Yeah. At least the concern I hear coming from Adam Silver consistently, I, I think that's the only sensible, reasonable educated approach like if you just come in you this this is not time to be a swashbuckler and say here's what we're going to do and we nope. don't care what the results are you can't have that and adam's level of concern i think ought to be sort of comforting to his own players and coaches and team owners and everybody else in the nba community and the wnba this is a place that this has to start these are the conditions under which we're operating and we'll take them seriously which i we know baseball just tried to cram something in in a deadline time in football i don't know what the hell they're thinking and adam silver to me the only sensible approach is we're going to try this to the best of our ability and we're not even certain if we can do this you can't be certain and yes this you have to you have to operate with this degree of caution and concern because anybody who runs out there and says here here's what's going to happen we're going to finish this in this time suppose you get multiple yep. teams teams that with, with that are testing positive that they have to be eliminated from this playoff that would be a disaster for the nba it may not be for mls mls is not nearly fractionally as as scrutinized as the nba is internationally so adam Silver and all of his lieutenants understand this, and I think this is the only way to proceed is with a yellow light flashing caution. Well, you talked about all those teams. I mean, think about how many players the Nets have testing positive. They're not bringing seven players down there. Some of that is positive tests. Some of it is injury. The Milwaukee Bucks have announced that they might have to bring some parts of their traveling party down at a different date as they kind of get ready. This is the issue. My big thing, if you started, I know they're going to want to finish it. They never should have brought 22 teams. They should have left it at the 16 teams that are already qualified for the playoffs and just moved from there. That would have yeah, made a lot. That would have made you have to put easier. in that bubble, the, the riskier that's, it is. And so that's one. But now, now they, they've committed to that. And you wonder, Frank, I, I wonder if anything's off the table. I mean, you know, I know those teams are prepared to leave. Some have left. Toronto's been down there for a while. They yeah. were going to be there anyway. But at this point, it seems like you have to consider every smart option you have. Uh, with that, we're going to throw it back yeah. to Nicole Sage. Jokic. Nicole Well, I know. And, and, Again, famous oh, we got, players. We got, we got one more. We have one more. Okay. Yeah, we got one more, Mike. Don't, 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 don't go. We're not going to throw it yeah, back Nicole to Bristol Jokic, yet. I was going to say it's stuck. It, it is stuck in Serbia. All right, meanwhile, better news, about 10 years ago, you may remember this, Michael, it was tonight, 10 years ago, LeBron James announced on this network that he was taking his talents to South Beach. Of course, he caught a lot of grief for that, the, the TV spectacle, but it worked out pretty well. What do you remember about that moment, and how do you think it changed the NBA? I want to get rid of that video. Did you see how much, how little gray I had compared to now? That's just sort of frightening. No, I'm not going to go Grecian formula, Frank. Um, 
You know, what strikes me about that, one thing, two things strike me about it. One, the amount of criticism LeBron James took for no reason, just for no reason. I mean, people and people just piled it. Even if you wanted to say to yourself, well, this seems a little bit over the top. People went crazy because they wanted to rip LeBron. And that was stupid. And years later, it just looks wrong and mean spirited. The second thing I take away from it is players trying to group themselves and sort of create an environment where they can have a big whatever, a big two and a half, a big three, a pretty big four, whatever it is. Players seizing control of not just the messaging, but actually of sort of the direction of the NBA and where they play and how they play and who they play with. That, the, the league took that direction with that announcement. And so those are the two things even now, Frank, that, that stay with me that, you know what, LeBron, LeBron did just fine. And there was nothing of to, to, to just sort of savage him about because he made that announcement the way he did. The only thing I would say... I think he should have contacted Cleveland maybe the day before, made an announcement, released a statement okay. that he wasn't coming back to the Cavaliers that. to make their fans have to sit through that, then have your television show. Now, remember that first year he loses to Dallas. He's kind of the NBA villain. The following year, to me, the game that stands out, I was lucky enough to be there that night in Boston. It's a game six on the road, Eastern Conference Finals. His legacy is on the line. He hasn't won a title yet. He went for 45 points in 45 minutes. 15 rebounds for my money under the circumstances where he was at that point in his career. That is his signature performance. And you think about Kevin Durant now going to play for the Warriors and then what Kawhi just did this past summer with Paul George. LeBron kind of accelerated the whole thing of joining forces with other stars and trying to win a championship. Movement based on what the players want, not the age-old, generations-old notion of what teams, general managers, owners wanted. By the way, Twice in those playoffs, LeBron down 3-2. I just watched that game the other night uh, in Boston. You're thinking, wow, the Celtics are going to wind up eliminating him again. And then, Frank, down double digits, I think 10 or 11 points in game two in Chicago in the conference finals when they're already down one game to nothing. And you're thinking, wow, two games to none is going to be a killer. LeBron has nothing sort of to pin this on at that point. Different couple of different points along the way in his postseason career, and he, he got it done. He delivered. I'm not talking about on five, not six, not seven. Forget that. But on taking his yeah. talents to South Beach and making it work, um, and on allowing players, really giving the players the impetus to say, okay, I've done yep. this. What do we want to do, not wait for what they want us it, to do? It worked. He won two. He won four times, and he, he won, won two. It worked out for won him. Won two down there.